This is Fearless Beauties, a podcast dedicated to developing voices of color in the beauty industry. We are talking to estheticians, skin specialists, and business owners to uncover best skin practices, tactical career tips, and ultimately, how we can create a better beauty industry together. I'm your host, Taylor Phillips. And I'm your other co-host, Alina Velez. Welcome to the latest episode of the Fearless Beauties podcast. Welcome to season three, episode five of the Fearless Beauties podcast. My name is Taylor, also known as Taylor Budgets. And I'm Alina, your certified advanced esthetician. So yeah, Alina girl, I'm excited for this episode. We're going to get right on into it. We are discussing arranged marriages mm. in the United of the States. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So this episode, we're going to discuss how modern day arranged marriages are still prevalent in society today despite widespread negative cultural attitudes towards it so we'll talk about the pros and cons of arranged marriages how it compares to more modern methods like online dating and what we can learn from this cultural institution yeah so i didn't realize that over half of the marriages worldwide are arranged did you know that no, I I didn't. Yeah. I was shocked at a lot of the facts. Yeah, that I you and read. you and me both, yeah. girl. Um, but I think it's really important to remember that um, arranged marriages and forced marriages are two very different things, right? You know, a, arranged marriages are something that two adults enter into with consent. So just to make that clear, exactly. Yes. So you said arranged marriage versed. Forced marriage. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think a lot of cultures, specifically originating in parts of South Asia, Africa, Middle East, and East Asian countries, Japan and China, are most commonly associated with modern day arranged marriage. So it is very cultural. Before I even get into like what I read, I guess from what I read, I am pro arranged marriages. And I, I never thought I would say that, but the principle behind it, why it's done culturally, it just makes sense. And I feel like modern day dating or whatever we're doing, it takes a toll on our mental and it's, it's like unnecessary. It's a lot of work too, right? And we're all juggling the busyness of life you know, uh, just work in general, just to name one thing can just really consume a lot of people's time. And so things like dating sites have really kind of opened up this whole new world of, in a way, kind of modern day arranged marriage. You know, you set your profile up for preferences and, and your bio and all this. And but another modern day thing is all these different shows, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. What's been? Yes, I agree. So Indian matchmaker has been my fave. <laughs> I love that show. Yeah. I've never seen it. So is it basically like, so their families arranging the marriage for them in a way? Yes. So the families kind of get the ball rolling, but then they hire, I don't know the proper term, but they hire a woman to, 
to seek out the, the perfect partner. Just the Indian culture is so beautiful and all the colors and just beautiful people. You know, a lot of them had very successful matchmaking and a couple of them not so much. But what a lot of people are saying these days for modern day um, arranged marriages is something along the lines of like, hey, I'm willing to let my parents find someone for me. But if I don't like them, I have the right to say no. And, mm-hmm. and I love that just kind of taking your taking a little bit of your power back, but also, you know, kind of trusting in your parents to, um, you know, pick a pick maybe a better partner than you would choose for yourself. A part of it is it's like half logic and half emotional. Like, I love this person, but are they the right person for me? So I think that having your parents or people you trust, your friends, helping you with that they take the 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 emotion out of it the lust out of it not it's not even love they take the lust out of it and they say or they look at the long-term effects like when your lust is gone is this still the right person for you and I think that's important because I know for I know with me it's lust all the way and most of my past relationships have been lustful. I think I'm in love. I think this is the right person for me. Oh, he's going to be my husband. No, no, no child. It's, it's lust. Once the lust is over, is that person still the right one for you? And it's it's most of the time, no. Yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, because we're pro-love, right? <laughs> yes. yes we um, are. I had read... This woman was saying, you know, love and romance typically occurs after marriage rather than before, Mm -hmm. while this concept of arranged marriage is, you know, it may stray away from conventional love stories that we often encounter in books and movies. But it's important to keep in mind that there's not just one kind of love story. And I, I really that really resonated with me because like you, Taylor, I didn't I didn't really I wasn't educated on arranged marriages. And so my initial thought is like, nah, I don't, don't, you know, I don't know how I feel about it. But, you know, this has really opened my eyes to um, just a different kind of love story. And I'm here for it. I am, too. So I didn't know how big it was in the Indian culture. Um, Just to go back to how we talked about different shows that are out there and the difference between arranged versus forced marriage. The shows I think about are Married at First Sight versus Keep Sweet, Pray and Obey. So I'm a Married at First Sight, like, yes, all the, way, all, all the way, all the way. It's everything. Mm-hmm. So if I didn't have a child, I would sign up for Married at First Sight. <laughs> and my mom's like, yeah, yeah, Taylor, that's definitely your show. I just loved... And they say it on the show. It's a modern twist to arrange marriages. Mm-hmm. You have three quote unquote experts matching people up, not just based on physical, but on mental, emotional, spiritual as well. Right. And I think that is so important. And of course, we don't know these experts, but just their accolades, you just kind of automatically trust them. Right. And like we talked about before, it takes the 
as I saw in another article, that smoke screen of attraction out of it. Mm -hmm. Because once we see a person, like we're physical, okay? Right. We're just physical beings. Like we see a person like, dang, they look good. I could see myself with them, but you know absolutely nothing about them. Until you get to know something about them, you're like, yeah, Mm -hmm. they are not that cute anymore, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's taking that part out of it and getting to know the person behind the, you know, the face. Yep. And this kind of like Love is Blind, if you've ever seen that show on Netflix. Mm. I feel like I've scrolled past it, yeah. Girl, watch it, please. Okay, all right. (laughs) But it's basically a show where... Men and women are getting to know one another with a wall in between them. So they do not see them until the man decides that he wants to propose to the woman just based off communication alone. They do not know what each other looks like. They don't see each other for the first time until they are engaged. And then they have to go through like the honeymoon stage, living together. And then they decide at the wedding if they want to like actually be married so and you know a lot of the couples don't end up working out but you have successful couples from that show simply because they took that smoke screen of attraction out and they got to know who was who you know who they were actually growing to love so yeah no I think I think it can really lighten the load of 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 the work and responsibility from from your shoulders, the person who's like trying to date and find their forever person, because, you know, you kind of just have to show up and figure out if if there's a connection. It kind of simplifies things in a way. So on the opposite side of that, let's talk about Keep Sweet. Yeah. I and obey. Mm-hmm. I have been. <laughs> okay, so if okay, I'm just gonna read what it said on Wikipedia because if no one knows what Keep Sweet is, it's a documentary on Netflix, and Wikipedia says it's an American doc- documentary surrounding the polygamous fundamentalist Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. The contradiction in that whole sentence mm-hmm. is just killing me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's mainstream Mormonism and its current leader, Warren Jeffs. It's about him. So basically, it's this community. I I believe they were in like Utah or something. I cannot remember. Yeah, it's this community where the kids grow up in this community. They have no idea of what outside world looks like. And they're basically groomed, the women, to marry off to men, older men. I think one of them was like in their 80s or 70s. And it's multiple wives. The man can choose how many wives he has. And the more wives he has kind of represents his... uh, Right? Yeah. So the more wives they have, the more closer to God they are or just... um, Yeah. And kind of like the the higher rank they yep, are. Yep, higher well, rank. Like, yep. Which <laughs> is just so <laughs> so hard for me to fathom. Like And these girls are like 12, 13, 14. Yep. Mm-hmm. Way too young. Way too young. Forced to have sex with these men mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. 
And the 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 I guess the context behind it all is that this is what God is telling you to do. They base everything off the Bible, which is crazy to me, but they take it in such a literal sense. Mm-hmm. It's sad to see all these stories surfacing of women who have escaped, mm-hmm. you know, the compound community or whatever they call it. A lot of them have come to, you know, remarry and and try to have what is a normal life. I don't know what's a normal life after that. But and so it's just it is just absolutely tragic, just absolutely tragic. You don't know how to give consent when you're 12 years old. So um Exactly just breaks my heart breaks my heart yeah so that's kind of like the fine line between consent like you just mentioned Mm -hmm. and coercion right like these these girls were being coerced into believing that marrying off and having multiple wives was what would bring them closer to god and what god called them to do in their lives and and it's because they kept the they kept them in this community away from everyone else. That's all they knew from the time they were born till even this is still going on. People it's still ongoing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's not shut down. It's nothing. Yeah. Um, There's women still in this, this community that believe that this is, this is it. Right. Yeah. 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 So, well, and I think that's, you know, there's so much, just in general, there can be a lot of added pressure when you start involving family members to kind of do that work for you because you don't want to disappoint or let them down, you know. And I know a lot of the time for a good uh, matchmaker, you're going to fish out some serious cash. Um, and so just just thinking of just that added pressure and, and, and all the money that goes into it. You don't want to disappoint your family or your parents or whatever. And I think that can cross over into the keep sweet thing. You know, it's like, well, I don't, I don't want to disappoint God. I don't want to disappoint my parents. I just, this is the right Mm -hmm. thing to do, but there are choices out there. Right. And speaking of money, I thought about this as well. Like two other shows I watched Bridgerton and um, the royal family. I don't know if you've watched the documentary with Harry and Megan on Netflix. I'm a Netflixer, guys. Mm, like mm-hmm. I, that's that's my thing. <laughs> but well, I read in the article it said that for most of human history, until around the 18th century, long-term partnerships were a little less rom-com, quote unquote, and a little more calculated because marriages arranged by friends and family they ensured that the match benefited the family name, budget and community and just stability overall. Mm. So yes, I want you to be with this man because his family is so-and-so and I guess our money coming together mm-hmm. it's will benefit generations and things like that. Sure. And it reminded me of the Bridgertons. Like there were certain... I don't know. I I think in season two, Anthony, he was trying to find a wife and there's moms throwing their daughters at him because of his family name. Mm, mm -hmm. Like you won't have to worry about your generations because his family has so much money that it's taken care of Mm -hmm. and things like that. 
And um, and there's just so much more to a relationship and marriage than being financially stable. Money. I mean, you know, that don't right. get me wrong. That is important. But gosh, yeah, that's it's not everything. But then we see that love conquers all love and everything. It mm-hmm. conquers all mm-hmm. like at the end of the season two of Bridgerton, he decided to go with love instead of what was logical, not really logical, but like what seemed right for everyone else like he decided to do what was best for him and so did harry and megan like if you watch the documentary they talked about generations and generations of the royal family and how basically money was the root of it and how the people in england are basically paying the royal family to be the royal family The royal family has duties to uphold because of the money that is given Mm, mm -hmm. to them through the population. Like, it's weird. It's almost like taxpayers paying the royal family to be the royal family. So they have to. (laughs) Yeah, it's It's just so fabricated. Thank you. It it, it blew my mind. It blew my mind because it's like. They're living a lie. They they literally have to get dressed up and do these press press things and mm-hmm. be this royal family and put on this this role because that's what the population is paying to see. Right. Right. And it goes deep, deep, deep into it, like the history, but it just blew my mind because what Harry and Megan decided to do was leave all of that and be in love yeah. by himself. Yeah. And like you see, Harry's not up next for the throne or whatever mm-hmm. they call it. It's William, although William's the oldest, but Harry's like, I ain't trying to do all that. Mm-hmm. I want to leave with Megan and my children. And um, Harry could have married someone that was, that fit into the family role, which is basically an arranged marriage in a sense. Like, this is who we think you should marry, Harry, because down the line, this is who's going to fit into our family the best. He decided not to do that. Like he was, he was high key a rebel. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And that, that was a big deal. I loved it. It was all over the news. Uh, side note, I just wanted to talk about um, divorce rates. So this is just outrageous. Oh, yeah. In the it. U.S., the divorce rate is mm-hmm. about 40 to 50 percent. The divorce rate for arranged marriages, 4 percent. Yes, girl. In India. And this is across the board. Yeah. In India specifically, where around 90 percent of marriages are arranged, the divorce rate is 1 percent. So. Isn't that crazy? Arranged marriages work. I think that that statistics yes. show you know, so I just thought that was mind-blowing. It is mind-blowing when I read it. Um, And I was doing like a pros and cons list of arranged marriages. And um, <laughs> one of the pros was low divorce rates. But then the con was low divorce rates. So I see two sides of it. The pro in low divorce rates is because couples feel more inclined to work through their issues and are more dedicated to each other because them being married not only 
is right because they're kind of like like their personalities match and everything but it's also because they don't want to upset their families their families set this up and they don't want to right so although they feel more inclined to work through their issues it's another side like but if I don't if this person isn't right with right for me I don't want to divorce them because I don't want to let down my parents. And also they kind of feel trapped in the marriage because it was arranged. So there's two sides to it. I think that 1% divorce rate is absolutely amazing, but I like look at what's behind that. Like, do they really want to be married or do they feel held captive? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No kidding. No kidding. Basically. Yeah. Well, yeah, I kind of did. But also like their arranged marriages work because they're not marrying out of passion or lust. Mm -hmm. They're marrying out of. Yeah. Because they really, really like one another. Yeah. So this one man um, who is uh, he's a part of an arranged marriage himself. He was just saying that a couple of things that some believe that the people closest to you are able to see past the smokescreen of attraction, which you had mentioned earlier. He also goes on to say that too many people are overly attached to short term stuff like physical attractiveness in their partner. 100%. So true. And then he also says that, you know, it does many immigrants see modern arraigned marriage as an important part of preserving cultural t- traditions. Uh, I think that's a very valid point. And then he also right. goes on to say that being a part of an arranged marriage himself allowed him more mental and emotional space. Very valid. I like that. And then some takeaways from a female perspective. This woman named Zara Rahim, she says that arranged marriage does not eliminate the possibility for romance. It merely changes the order in which they occur. Like I said earlier, she just wants to keep in mind that um, that there's not just one kind of love story. So there are a lot of really good pros, um, but there are some cons too, right? So um, just that whole stepping on your family's toes, um, just bringing family members in can complicate things sometimes because it's, it's no longer about you and one other person, but there's a sense of, of duty to take into consideration for everyone else. So that can put a lot of pressure on young people. Um, she also goes on to say this can make young people feel pulled between cultural and personal choice. So a lot to think about and digest with arranged marriages. But um, I think that with the shows, with the dating sites, this whole just organized dating in general is just becoming more prevalent and more relevant to everybody nationwide. That's all I got, girl. <laughs> That's my two cents. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think I think you hit the nail on the head. I just think it's also just this organized dating now. I just sometimes think that we don't trust ourselves to find the right person anymore. Or we want it so bad that we are willing to do anything to and an overlook to get it or to find things. it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. So um, 
I think I'm I'm pro for arranged marriages, even with all the cons, I'm pro to it. Um, just at the age that I'm at, 28, the relationships I've been in, I've been like, yeah, there's a part of me that doesn't trust myself as much anymore because it just seems like all the guys I've dated have had one thing in common. And, uh, and of course, like I haven't dated in three, three plus years, almost going on four so I've learned a lot about myself and I trust myself more. But, you know, three or four years ago, I'd have been like, yeah, someone set me up because at this point, all in all, I think arranged marriage is is great. <laughs> and I never thought I would say that. <laughs> me too. With an emphasis on free choice. Well, yeah, I think we pretty much hit all the nails and I had no idea that I would take a stance of pro arranged marriage but just learning more about it and understanding why it is it makes sense so uh, we would love to hear what you think in the comments uh, when this episode does come out I would love to like have a discussion on Instagram and such so let us know what you think about arranged marriages do you have your own stories about it we would love to get in your business and read about it <laughs> Yes, please, please share. We really, we really would love to hear. So thanks for listening, guys.